Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Blackboard Podcast. Carlos and Randall. Randall, how are you? I am fabulous today. How about you, Carlos? I am very, very, very good. Very good. So today, oh, and by the way, thank you for coming back, making the drive. <laughs> he went to see an RSL game. Randall did. Rail start like Good job. Ooh, great did game. they win? Oh, yeah, 3-0. It was beautiful. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. Man, 3-0, that's, I don't know. I never sat through a whole soccer game. It was impressive. Really? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Especially when you're with a group of friends. I mean, anytime you can go to a live game of any kind of sport. Oh, absolutely. You go with friends and you just turn into a big party. Yeah. You know what sport I want to try? What's that? And I just have to bring this up before I forget. What did uh, I saw a thing on the a tweet from Mitt Rodney, how he talks about how Utah is a moored or in love or whatever he said with uh, like Olympics, the Olympics. Yep. And he was, uh, oh, what is it? It's on ice. It looks like a little ball with a handle. Ah, he's coming up with curling. Curling, yes. Carlos is going to do curling. You know what? Wouldn't wouldn't that be awesome? You know, I have a suggestion for you that make your wife really, really happy. What's that? So one of the heavy parts of curling is sweeping. So if you practice sweeping <laughs> in your house, not only will you be better at curling, but your wife will be very happy. That's right. I think we should do it. Did you know that several years ago there was a... Uh, some uh, some team from another country they got popped for using the steroids for curly for curly <laughs> performing. We should respect the sport. I get it. <laughs> Temptations everywhere. Don't do it, people. Especially for curly. I don't care which sport it is. It's just not worth it. Performance enhancing drugs, and they got disqualified. I think they did. Anyway, I thought that is one of those sports that I do kind of question. How do you get into it? Yeah, I don't know. You but know, I think we should. At what point when you're like five years old and your parents are like, huh, you know, we could do soccer, maybe, you know, maybe some, you know, really young flag football. No, we're doing curling. Curling, yes. That's my How do you get excited? About? I mean, other than it being a family thing where you're looking at your grandpa's pictures and like, wow, grandpa was in the Olympics with curling. Sweet. I am kind of curious how you get into that one. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you just watch it one day and you're like, I think I want to do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks, actually looks kind of cool when you start to understand some of it. But it is one of those that I'm just trying to figure out as a five-year-old, 10-year-old, however it is, however young you are when you start. Yeah. How is it you get into that sport? I know. I know. But anyway, that was a, that was a good thing. I, but I, I really do think we should do it if the summer games people are listening. Maybe more winter games, but sure. Yeah, well, you know, they got the if they ever make an ice rink. Uh, last there's, I heard, Enoch. Yeah, there's a discussion that they'll be building one in Enoch, so we'll gonna see make, where it goes. They're going to bring it's some money. Supposed to be year-round. They're going to bring some money. So maybe the Utah Summer Games will add some winter sports. Yes, they should. Not that they can't already, but then it's not during the normal June yeah. time. And I mentioned it before, submission wrestling. They should bring that. <laughs> can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, man. You turn it like UFC. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it's more respectful. So, yeah, 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 curling. But today of all days is Memorial Day. <clears throat> and for those that don't know, um, Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the United States. And this is for the mourning of U.S. military personnel who had died while serving, serving in the United States Armed Forces. It is observed on the last day, last Monday of May. It was formally observed May 30th from 1868 to 1970. Um, and this is, once again, com com commemorates the men and women. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that did give up their lives throughout throughout the US, throughout U.S. history. And uh, we just want to say to the families, friends that knew them and and to those people that gave the ultimate sacrifice, thank you so much. And uh, that's why we get to do what we do here, Randall, and get to speak our minds. And uh, and it's because of them that uh, we're able to do that. And many other things, of course. Um, we have a lot, of, uh, a lot of freedoms, a lot of things that they fought for. And uh, the best thing we can do is remember them. Very true. I know there was a there was a group that and I, you know I, I I love Twitter I think that's my go to it is the le you know you don't see all that nonsense with all other social media platforms um, I saw a thing where um, I think some servicemen were they were and I don't know if they did or not I haven't followed up but they actually went to every cemetery 
that has any service people that passed away and they went and put flags across Utah. That's awesome. In one day. I mean, the day, excuse me, the day is still young. I think it was one day or maybe, <clears throat> maybe a couple days. I think we can research it as we talk here. But right now, oh, another one that oh, I almost forgot, man. Uh, Sergeant Dave Bullock, he's a retired uh, police officer. He is right now. He, we were going to bring him in, but <clears throat> excuse me, he is actually out at the cemetery doing a, I guess, he, I don't know how to put it, like a tour of just Memorial Day because there is a lot of people that died that are buried at the cemetery here in Cedar City, in little old Cedar City. We brought him here last time, and, man, there's so many, so many people that uh, sacrificed their lives. And, of course, we also have them in Peruan and Enoch and yep. all around. It's an American <clears throat> American tradition. Yes. A lot of people supporting freedom here and around the world. Yeah. So he's out there right now. He's doing, uh, uh, he's doing his presentation, and that's why he couldn't make it. Otherwise, you know, we got to figure out a way to go live over there one of these, you know, sometime. It got me thinking, like, if we can go live somewhere with, because I talked to uh, uh, one of our IT guys, and he's like, you can use a phone nowadays, and it's just, just as good quality, and and uh, anyway. So well, um, one of these days we'll bring Carlos into the current century. I know. I You know, <laughs> I did upgrade. I now am a proud owner of a Samsung Galaxy Note 10. Very nice. I'm upgrading. I mean, I'm only, what is it? We're at the 22 now. I'm only, yeah, I don't know, 12 behind, but that's all right. That's all right. This one is by, oh, and I got to, and, and props. I don't know if you take your phone here, there, or anybody, but Zag in Cedar City by the Providence Center, by Walmart, by Five Buck, which Five Buck, you guys got to, they got some good pizza. You guys got to go there. Always thinking about food. I know. So, yes, five buck. Please visit over there. The owner's great. Uh, Coach Potter. That guy's a busy man. But, Zag, I went over there. I got, I had a case on, I had a Note 8 before. And I had a protective case. And I dropped it on rocks. And, man, and you know what? The screen held up and protected my phone. So, got the Note 10. Had to go back. Had to go over there to Zag. Paid, I think, Forty something dollars, or fifty bucks, and got the same screen, and you know they it didn't fit right, and so they said, hey, come back, and they replaced it several times, made sure that my my phone was the screen was put on there nice and straight, and and wouldn't peel up. So those guys are amazing. So if you guys want to go, get your phone protected from drops. If you guys have slippery fingers, butter fingers, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Go to Zag. If it's able to protect anything Carlos has, then you're probably a good sign. That's right. And then, of course, a good old OtterBox protective protective case always helps. So that's uh that's my experience with Zag. They're pretty cool, and it's starting to lift a little bit, but that's because I got a curved screen, and it's really hard. So they're like, you know what? I think it's the batch of screens that we got. Come back, and we'll fix it again. So that's how that's how that's how good they are. That's that's the key for any good businesses. Yeah. Can they keep working with you? Because every business is going to have some issues. That's just life. <clears throat> so you just got to make sure that they're bringing you back and getting everything fixed. You know, I think that's awesome that we're bringing Carlos into the current. I'd have to say the current millennia, but in the end, you know, we didn't have a smartphone until this millennia anyway. So as soon as yeah. you had a smartphone, technically you were... At least that current. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like, you know, what my kids make fun of me for, I still use full sentences in text, which they think is just really <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't even, you know, that stuff. I I have to ask our secretary, says, what does he mean by that? And then they tell me, I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I just. And the problem is some of that lingo can change depending on where you're at. Yeah. You know, you go and look online like, oh, what are these four letters for? And then you find out there's like 12 different meanings depending on what group you're with. Oh, I like, know. That it. does not help. I know. So uh, another side note, another thing that I read, that the top 10 most dangerous cities in Utah. Guess where Cedar City ranked. Are we even in the top 10? We are. Dang. That's not good. <laughs> we, are. we surely are. I have oh, no 
idea. Hopefully we're not too far up there. We're number eight. Number eight. Number eight. But I think it's a little bit inaccurate. Cedar City. Well, I mean, in the end, depending on how you're ranking it, I can understand that. Um, sometimes we have a bit more than we wish we had around here to investigate on deaths and murders and stuff like that. So I get it. And if you added in car crashes, people slow down, please. Um, yes. That would definitely <clears throat> add to it. You know, it's, there are <clears throat> tragedies that happen in life. And prosecutor, of course, speaking here, why add to it? Why add to it while trying to get to work 15 seconds earlier than you would have if you hadn't been going 20 over the speed limit? Yes. Cedar City's not that big, people. No. You go from one side to the other and you're 20 over the speed limit, it's probably not going to save you more than a minute. Yep. Um, yep. But you get pulled over. Uh, we got some officers now wishing to willing to issue some citations, so uh, be prepared for that. And they're one. free. They're free citations. They're free citations. <laughs> citations not so free later, but they'll give it to you for free. Props to Officer Hill. Thank you. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, that's the biggest thing. We're having it all across the state right now. Utah's having a massive issue with traffic, uh, including fatal traffic crashes oh, yeah. from just bad driving. Yeah, well. I got a hunch that it could be distracted driving. That's a good chunk of it, but you're not distracted driving 110. <laughs> that's that's a conscious decision to drive 110. Well, yeah. But when you're on Main Street and the speed limit's 45 and you're at 80, that is not Dang. looking at your cell phone. I'm going to assume that's an actual thing. Yes. Wow. Or some that just fly by Northfield, which is closer to where I live. Speed limit's 25 people the whole distance. And yet they're driving 45 and 55 and it's like, yeah, that's not distracted. That's just, again, it's a, I'm thinking of me. I'm thinking of how fast I'm driving more than I'm thinking about, huh, there could be kids out here yeah, yeah. or other cars or a pole because people like to run into walls sometimes, you know, just slow down people. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I've stopped some people in my neighborhood a lot. Can you come stop some in my neighborhood too? I sure can. Perfect. I don't know how the city will feel about it, but I surely can. I'm good with it. All right. Well, as long as as long as you, I get the okay from you, then sorry, Cedar guys. You know, it's it's funny we talk about that. I, I do, as a prosecutor, deal with people that get really cranky about the fact that the officer gave them a ticket. But I look back as a teenager. We won't talk about me as a teenager too much, <laughs> but I had a bit of a lead foot, and it took three tickets. It what? took three officers to ticket me for speeding, and each one of them was just like our officers most of the time, right? They pull you a 15 over. They write you a 10 over. They save you a little bit of money, but they're still going to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Every one of those officers did that to me, and it took three. Some people are slow learners. That's me. Um, it took three, and I respect every single one of those officers for pulling me over and giving me the ticket that I earned. Yeah. And you know, I hope people do the same thing. They realize that, one, slow down. If you don't, officer pulls you over. He's just trying to save lives, maybe even yours. True. That is very true. You know, We talk about Memorial Day, and we talk about how important the military is. But there are the same kind of sheepdogs here in the United States, the police officers that have to help keep us safe, often from our own stupidity. <laughs> you just I, I'm just going to put it bluntly. When it comes uh, to military, how yeah. many times do we send people to wars where you look at the war and you go, this war made perfect sense. It might make sense for us to step in and stop it, but you look at it like this was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What good did this do anybody? Yeah. You try and take over a country. I mean, you look at Russia and Ukraine right now. We're going to take over Ukraine. Nope. Sorry, I failed at that. Oh, we're going to take over the city. Oh, wait, we demolished it to dust. <laughs> so congratulations. You just took over a city, Mariupol, but it's nothing but rubble. Yeah. Good job. Stupid. <laughs> and yet we do the same thing here. We don't really think about sometimes our actions. We think they don't matter. Yeah. And yet how many traffic accidents, how many fatal accidents happened just because someone wanted to look at their text message? Or oh, someone decided they needed to get home a little sooner. Or, hey, my car can go that fast. I know it. Dumb I mistakes. Yeah, I completely agree. Most of the time it means nothing. But on occasion, it means something worse than you can possibly imagine. Well, let's go, let's give people some scenarios. Because I truly believe that people looking at their phones is the number one thing. And I could be wrong. Maybe there's officers out there that's like, nah. But people look at their phones a lot. And then get in an accident so let's let's do a quick scenario all right okay so let's say i am driving down the street i am looking at my phone i'm going you know maybe five over and a 25 i'm going 30 
So I'm, I'm cruising along. It doesn't matter what street. I'm going down the residential area, and I'm looking at my phone, and by the time I look up, somebody's crossing the street. Boom. I get them. And they are they're in critical condition, worst-case scenario, and, uh, and they're on the verge of, you know, losing their life. Um, at that point, you know, it, through the officer's investigations, it does come out that, hey, I was on my phone. Um, what can you, what do you tell people? <clears throat> what could they be facing at that point? Well, I mean, you have, even before the accident happens, you're, you're already committing a traffic violation. Yes. So that's the minimal end. You start getting up to the level where you can seriously injure somebody or worse, kill them. You start heading into some of those felony realms that I don't deal with a whole lot as a prosecutor. But yeah, you're starting to look at some auto homicide kind of level stuff. And of course, it varies by state. But yeah, by the time you're up to the level where you're causing serious bodily injury to people, yeah, might see some jail time. Um, and I look at it from the flip side too, though. I, I prosecuted, a, well, I worked as a probation officer for a guy who in a previous case had been drunk. So kind of the old equivalent of cell phone drunk where our reaction times are not there because we're still in our cell phones. And he kind of denied it for a while that, yeah, he'd killed an old farmer who's just going across the street to get his mail. Yeah. Years later, he's still dealing with it. He's still dealing with it, still dealing with it. And it, it hit him like a ton of bricks when it finally hit him. Mm. Like who out here wants to know I killed somebody because I had to look at a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it blows my mind in that regard because regardless of what the law will do to you or not do to you, you have to live with that. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, I've prosecuted a, a, a fairly young lady for a fatal accident. She wasn't distracted. She just simply didn't see the person that she ended up running into. Dang. Now she's got to deal with that. From my end, she got a $160 fine. That was it. Again, she wasn't looking at her phone. There was nothing like that. She just didn't see it. Nah, that's unfortunate. And now you got to live with that. Yeah. And, you know, again, I don't, I don't want to have anybody on a totally negative side of I got to live with this horrible thing. Just don't do it in the first place. Yeah. If you do it, obviously get some mental help because it's going to be hard for you to deal with. Oh, yeah. Better yet, just avoid it in the first place. But, yeah, you, you have people that end up spending prison time just because they kill somebody because they're too busy eating their hamburger or looking at their cell phone. Yeah. So for those out there, the key point here is jail time. That's one of the biggest things. And living with the fact that you could have avoided it by possibly avoided it by not looking at your phone. And just, I mean, it's, it, you think of the same thing at, with Memorial Day. I mean, the whole point is, re, is remembering those who sacrificed their life for something more important than all of us, right? Yeah. That's freedom either here or somewhere else. But also Memorial Day, I think, is at least as important to remember those left behind. You know, those that, that have to move forward with a piece of their heart missing. You know, a, a child who doesn't have their parent to grow up with a spouse who doesn't have their husband or wife there to help them, you know, a parent who lost their child before they could see what they'd really become in life. But at least in those, you have that thought in the back of your head. It was for a more noble purpose. You know, these people gave their life knowing the risk. They gave it for a reason, but you have some of these ones where people can die from a car crash and you're, what was the purpose in that? You know, that, that's that much harder for me to think about. What was what was the purpose of you needing to look at your cell phone? Was Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, that important that you had to look at it two minutes before you arrived at your destination? I know. Or you couldn't have taken two minutes to set up your phone to do it by voice so that you could say, hey, Google, can you please read my last text <clears throat> message? You know, all those things you could have done, and now what? Done. Gone. Yeah. That, that it, I don't know. I, I can never claim perfection, obviously, on anything that we talk about, but this is one that just blows my mind. Yeah. No, I, I, I see it all the time driving. I just, people, it's like, it, it's almost like a mental, like, it's, it's almost like you, now that's part of your, like a habit. They get in the car, and right when they drive off, they're like, boom, right, face down, down at the console, or, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, but I did find, uh, to kind of go a little bit more with the Memorial Day, um, uh, there were some Utah service members that were honored Friday. 
And uh, I would say, well, you know, I wouldn't by name, but I think there's so many of them that um, it's it's a long list. And um, once again, it's just if you if you know somebody, if you know a family member or your neighbor that has family that served and sacrificed, go go ahead and over and thank them because uh, we wouldn't be, what I mean we, I mean the U.S. wouldn't be what we are without those guys' sacrifice. Um, I think, Vermont, I was listening to the news this morning when you think about, like, Vietnam, mm -hmm. right? That was probably the first and hopefully the last time we ever had soldiers basically derided and spit upon when they got back. Yeah. You know, because people disagreed with the reason why we were there. And you know what? That's great. You know, we live in a country where you can speak out and say this war is a bad idea. And you can speak out loudly. You can run for office. You can campaign against somebody in office. That is awesome. But always remember who the guys are, you know, men and women who risk everything for where our leaders send them. Yeah. And sometimes our leaders aren't the smartest. That's a given. <laughs> That's partly because some of us as voters who picked them are not always the smartest. But those soldiers went and fought. You know, if they commit war crimes, that's fine. There's no reason to honor that. But otherwise, if they go and they fight and even they kill, because that's where we point the gun. Yeah. Then we honor them. We honor them for what they've done, even if we disagree with the why. And I think that's that's the thing that I think, I, I feel the worst for those that went to Vietnam, just because I think that was the worst one. But, you know, hearing the things they're trying to do now to help make up for that, to honor those. Uh, they were saying that they even have one now where they have the soldiers walking through basically the plane, like the planes they would land and come down. So they have a mock plane that they have these Vietnam veterans walk through and have an entire crowd cheering them on. Nice. So they can get that experience that every soldier should get. Yeah. You know, I love the videos online. You see where the soldiers sneak, you know, they come home. And they haven't warned the whole family. And so they warn, you know, they surprise the kid at school or they surprise the mom with a surprise package with their kid inside. You uh -huh. know, kind of thing. I love those because there is nothing quite like that reunion of people who risked everything but have made a home. Yeah. And that's why I just hope anytime someone sees, a, you know, a vet that that's what they remember. And when you get a chance, thank them. Yeah. Absolutely right. So and once again, like I said, if you guys, uh, it's already 35 minutes in, but at the cemetery, once again, Dave Bullock, he's doing a presentation out there. If you guys get a chance to swing by, swing by, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of room. Um, But to another, to back to our top 10. Oh, dear. Top 10 cities. Logan is number 10 with 217 violent crimes and three homicides. West Jordan, number nine, with 224 violent crimes and one homicide. Oh. Good old Cedar City, number eight, <clears throat> 277 violent crimes and no homicides. I wonder if that's accurate because I know we've had. We've had them, but I wonder what their time frame is. Yeah. Oh, this one is, what's the date on this? May 12th. This yeah, how far back does it go? Um, It does not say that. So that that's always your question. If you look at the right Oh, there we go. 2016 to 2019. Ah, okay. Yes, yeah, been a little worse since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think unfortunately, we, I think we would jump up a couple of blocks. Love each there. other, people. Yes. Uh, and no homicides for Cedar. Grantsville is number seven with 301, no homicides. Woods Cross number six, 364 violent crimes, one homicide. Ogden, 437, six homicides. Those are hard comparisons. I don't, those don't seem to be based on per capita. Cause oh, if that was the case, we, I mean, <laughs> compare. like Woods Cross, which is nowhere near the size of Ogden. I mean, maybe the fatalities are better, but it's still kind of. <laughs> I mean, but if you, statistically, I mean, we're a smaller, we're a small town. Yeah. So even though number eight, we're number eight. Yeah, if we base that just on violent crimes, that might not look so good. 
Yeah. So now let's see, Ogden. Oh, 437.6 homicides. Murray, 439 violent crimes, zero homicides. West Valley, 699 violent crimes and 11 homicides. Sounds about right. We love you, West Valley, but yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, but somebody beat out West Valley. Salt Lake City, violent crimes, 712 and 13 homicides. Yeah. But again, I don't know if they're basing that on per capita because you would expect the larger cities to win out on that one. Yeah. The fact that we got ahead of St. George <clears throat> makes me very sad. <laughs> That's right. Maybe the warmer weather just makes people more chill. Yeah, I, I think know. so too. Well, you know, there is something to say with uh, people being confined. You know, uh, that it has been proven that people that are more confined in an area, either, you know, whether it's they get on each other's nerves or... They're like, yeah, nothing else to do. Let's drink it up a little bit or, you know, whatever the case may be. So this is why Thanksgiving and Christmas can be dangerous. Yes. You shove a bunch of families together together into one house oh, and yeah. say, here, tolerate each other. Yep. And then, yeah, unfortunately, people involve alcohol. Stupid juice, as I refer to it with my kids. <laughs> Never met anybody smarter with alcohol flowing through their system. Oh, here we go. They just broke it down for us. That's... That, that's the interesting thing. And statistics, crime statistics are always interesting to me too because if you're in a city where you feel like the police are going to do something, I think you're more likely to report it as well. If you're in a, in a city where there's a gang issue and you're worried about reporting it at all and whether it'll do any good, I have to wonder if sometimes their crime statistics might actually be a little lower. Yeah. Because if you know the police won't or can't do anything or you think that somebody might retaliate, you're a little less likely to report that. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And as you've seen, sometimes filling out reports, how you fill them out will also change your statistics. Yes, it will. If you have the same person who's committed 12 thefts against the same business <laughs> in the last 30 days, <laughs> which we have, do you list that as 12 cases, in which case the statistics show that as 12 thefts, or do you list it as one case, in which case the statistics show it as one theft? There's a word that comes to mind when you say that, and I can't think of it. Padding your results. <laughs> <laughs> it is when you, uh, what is it? Because you can either aggregate the offenses or separate them out. Yeah. It's, what's the word? When. It's our word of the day. It is uh, when you do one thing in the same episode. Oh, same criminal episode? Is that what it is? Well, that's usually what we would call it. Oh, geez. I thought it was a. Uh, I'm sure there's a word. much more advanced word than that. I've heard you say it before. Carlos huh? is going to be pulling out his thesaurus later. <laughs> I've heard you say that word before, and I was like, man, that's a big word. <laughs> On occasion, they slip out, but I am no king of crosswords. <laughs> anyway, that's going to bug me. I'm going to have to. I much prefer, prefer Sudoku. There you go. And yeah. you always know there's only nine possible answers. <laughs> oh, man. I actually like that game. It's a pretty fun game. That's what I picture myself. I'm going to be sitting on a futuristic rocking chair playing Sudoku <laughs> on a giant tablet for my ancient eyes when oh, I'm 70. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. is my dream future. Yeah, let's not talk about eyes because... Do you wear glasses? I wear contacts or glasses, yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Dang. See, I, I don't... I don't want to say, I don't, okay, I need them, but I really, I can do without them. Like today I drove over here without glasses. Can I still see? Yeah. Do I, would it be better if I used them? Absolutely. But by the standards of uh, the DMV, I am still good without glasses. Way to go. So just is it just distance? You can, you're nearsighted? You can see distance fine or not? No, 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 no. Uh, distance, I'm kind of, it's kind of blurry. I can still see, but I just can't. Sometimes the words you're are... You're not quite 2020 on it. Yeah. But reading? You don't need to read Yeah, reading, I'm good. All yeah. right. I was going to say, they actually just came up with some new eye drops for that. What? For like 80 bucks a month, so I haven't been able oh. to it. But yeah, for those who are like 40 to 55, they now have prescription eye drops that will, according to them, I haven't tested these myself, uh, are supposed to allow you to go without reading glasses for like another 15 years. Really? Just eye drops. Really? Yeah. What's the side effects? Oh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure if you read through it, there's death in there somewhere. Your chances of getting cancer. Uh, well, it's a risky uh, take. What? I mean, not, not, I, I don't want to be humorous about it all because my mom passed away from cancer this last year. Um, 
And in discussing it with Judge Miller, yeah. who is our local justice court judge, she also went through a cancer stint. Uh, thank goodness she is still here. Yeah. Um, but part of it is they, they both were on arthritis medication. And there's apparently some indication that arthritis medication can increase your risk of cancer. But would you do anything different? You know, it wasn't a conversation I really had much with my mom. Um, but really, if you had to choose between suffering through arthritis for decades, oh, I know. which my mom dealt with it for many, many years, or a much higher risk of cancer when you're 70, 80 years old, I don't think that would have been much of a choice for my mom. For my mom yeah. Because the arthritis can just be that painful. Um, in fact, before she passed, that was probably the worst part for her is when she wasn't on some of those medications. That was hard. Oh, man. So, you know, maybe eye drops are <clears throat> a little bit less comparable to that. Like, I would deal with reading glasses before I'd want to increase my chances of cancer. Yeah. But, yeah, there's supposed to be these eye drops. They've been approved by the FDA and everything. I just found it on healthline.com. So I'm just going to say for all those, you know, pot lovers out there, the FDA approved this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Federal regulators approved the use of Vuity, V-U-I-T-Y, Vuity, eye drops that treat age-related blurry vision known as presbyt. Breast biopia. Breast biopia. Said it than this me. is why we didn't go to medical school. Yes. Can't yeah. pronounce anything. It's like, nurse, can I get a presbyopia? <laughs> uh, Better hope it's not something else. Yeah. <laughs> Experts say the drops may allow people to look at things up close without using their reading glasses. They said the drops are most effective for people under 55 years of age. Wow. So there you go. You know, I do on occasion, I well... I do have to have like some glasses to see like the small print. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Sorry, Carlos, you're getting old. I know. I'm trying to tell myself that I'm not, but then like I went for a run this morning. And you were reminded you were old, right? Yeah. Quickly. I was like, well, I can't book it up the hill like I used to. <laughs> well, I'll just coast. That's why I have the advantage of being overweight because then it's not because I'm old. It's because I'm overweight. <laughs> and then I can still always have the vision that I can theoretically improve my situation by not eating that second cheeseburger. Yeah, that's right. And then I eat the second cheeseburger anyway. But at least I know theoretically I can improve the situation. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's interesting when you think about it, too. You know, I love science. I am a total nerd, and you know that. Um, but part of what I think is always fine – fascinating where you look back historically and some of the best advancements in technology have come from military you know whether it comes from better weapons and therefore we translate that into non-weapon related things or medical you know you think of all these soldiers that have come back with severe injuries and the advancements we have made in prosthetics uh, and treatment for various things has been huge um because you have all of these soldiers that they know how to be the hard fighter. They know how to fight. And so they <clears> fight <throat> through learning how to use these new prosthetics and everything else. And they fight hard. And, yeah, it's horrible. But because they're such good fighters, they're making life better for others. Yeah, They fight through making these prosthetics work better, improving them better. Um, and so it's great to see that happen. You know, it's, it's great to see them making the best of a horrible situation. And again, because it's just in them, they're making life better for others. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I, I don't know any military guy that's come back and that they haven't wanted to help others. Employers, you want them. Yeah. Okay. You, you won't find anybody that works harder. And that's, I think that's the big key. If you want somebody who works hard, who's willing to sacrifice literally anything. There you guys. Yeah. And I use the guys in the purely non-gender sense, male or female. <laughs> it's the problem with being a hick from Idaho. No, I agree. I completely agree. So that's that's the one, I guess, the silver lining from all of it is that you you make a lot of improvements for other people. Versus on the flip side, I keep joking with my kids that we keep allowing rich people to do all the messed up plastic surgeries in the hopes that it will improve it for those that actually need it. Oh, yeah. From burn injuries and things like that. Allow the multi-multi-millionaire actors who can't let go of their youth 
weird out their faces completely <laughs> in hopes that it improves it for other people. Yes. And they will. If you ever want to have nightmares, look at some of those before and after pictures of some uh, celebrities. I, know. I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. <laughs> it's just scary. I know. I know. It becomes an, Did you know that now... <clears throat> Uh, this is another another article. I read a lot of nonsense, and there was an article where a, uh, I want to say maybe early twenties male guy, a male, he got plastic surgery. He got some some procedure done, and then social media, and the and I think it was social media, some platform, said, "Hey, put this on social media, and we'll pay for X procedure." went ahead and did it. They paid for everything. And uh, and then from there, they're like, oh, well, if you get plus surgery, the actual surgeon, I'm assuming maybe a guy that's starting or they just wanted more business, said, oh, yeah, we'll pay for the procedure. And the platform was like, oh, if you record that, we'll pay for you to record this and we'll give you money. And he did it. But now several procedures later he regrets it because he now has he said it turned into a genuine addiction to self-improve and uh but the the like the social media platform that he was on gave him money so he can spread that to other people so they can in turn make money off of them and you know and it's <clears throat> It's, it's a drug for some. Yeah. It's somebody, you know, you look at any of those kind of things, you know, tattoos can be the same for some people. Yeah. You know, they get to the point where it's an addiction and they have to just keep going back and keep going back. And it's, you know, I have my addictions. They're called pizza and hamburgers. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing. You, you'll find those. And sometimes that's how people, I don't know, it's almost like a form of self-medication for their yeah. own issues. And Yeah. Just because you, you know, you look at your, you know, your visual, you know, your video in Zoom or WebEx as we use for the court system, you're fine. Quit staring at your imperfections. Hide your video if you need to. Yeah. So you don't have to stare at your face the entire time. Well, that's the thing. Now, with nowadays with social media, the, the expectation is so high. It is so dang high that it's making kids feel like they're body shaming themselves almost. Yeah. And then you think of us fat or old people and you're like, dude, you kids are so lucky. Yeah, I know. There are people who pay money to try and look as good as you do on your worst day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, it's, you know, it's human nature. We're never happy with what we have. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me, and let me kind of backtrack a little bit. I, there's some good things with social media. I know there is somewhere. We'll out find there. it, yeah. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> out there. Give us time. <laughs> and I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, gosh. Yeah, if you there's a lot of people making money out there, but then it's like, I don't know, I don't know. There you can make a lot of money out there, um, so if you know how to use social media really well. Yeah, and some of it's not for bad things. Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy enough things on, you know, my my probably biggest addiction when you look at social media would just be YouTube. I know that dates me because it's not TikTok. Um, <laughs> but you know, there are a lot of people on there that quite simply just entertain. And if you need a moment of entertainment, sometimes that's good. Uh, obviously, self-help ones. Um, I can't say that I have used those a ton, but my wife has managed to do some amazing things in our house from YouTube. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've, Including I've, fix our dryer a few times. Hey, I fixed the dryer. The, you watching These YouTube? so-called manly things my wife does. <laughs> uh, I, I am perfectly happy to allow my wife to take those roles because she's just better at it. Hey, but you know what? You're barbecuing hamburgers or making a pizza for everybody to enjoy. No, she barbecues better than I do, too. What? Oh, man. No, no, no. You know, it's all about preference, right? I like my meat when, you know, I don't usually order steak, but if they ask what I want, I usually say the same thing. Jerky. I like my meat well done. And that includes on the grill. Nobody Mm. else in my family likes it that way. For some reason, they don't like charcoal. (laughs) (laughs) They still want it to, you know, maybe bleed a little bit. If you're my oldest brother, he says, just slap that cow on the backside and bring it in here. He wants it mooing (laughs) while he's eating it to each their own. In fact, that's one of my favorite things because my brother's a doctor and he's, he was at a restaurant once and he told him that he's like, just slap the cow and bring it on in. Nice. And they're like, you know, you can get sick from that. And he's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I can cure it. (laughs) (laughs) 
To each their own. I don't uh, recommend that approach myself because I prefer jerky and lots of gravy. That's just it. You know, give me those two, and I am a very happy fat American. Yes, I. Uh, yeah, and by the way, now that we're talking on food, St. George, have you ever eaten at Neaters? Yes, not there, but I have eaten at Neaters. Yeah, it's pretty good. Some good stuff. Yeah, the only th- I I I went over there and there was some. They had some exotic breads. I mean, exotic to me. <laughs> And I can't remember which one I ate, but man, it was a it was like a hard outer shell. And my wife's like, No, 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 this is this that's how it is. I was like, What? And I mean anyway. That's how bread was made before they invented plastic. <laughs> you think about it, you go buy a loaf of bread, like sandwich bread from the store, and your kid forgets to seal it after they take out a bread or a slice or two. Oh, happens all the time. What happens to that bread? Yeah, it gets way hard. With, within an hour, that bread is no longer as yummy. Yeah. Within a day, it's useless for anything other than, I don't know, maybe self-defense. I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's you, a get some, you get some decent, even just some decent baguettes or French bread, and it's got that hard outer casing. It might actually make it for a little while. Yeah. In fact, it gets a little harder. My younger son really likes it. He likes to have to work through his bread, I guess. Yeah. Man, there's tangents we can go on. Yeah, I know. Especially involving food. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but Neaters is good. That was a pretty yummy place. What's another one that I went to? Gosh, just pure pressure. Um anyway, I'll think of it as we're as we're talking. But <clears throat> for you NBA fans, the Celtics squeezed out the win over the heat. It was a nail biter. It was a nail biter. Well, that's what you hope. Yeah. So Especially now, if you're the losing team, because then you at least have hope for a little while longer. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's uh, it was a good game, and now we're gonna have the Golden State Warriors uh, against the Boston Celtics. I mean, the Celtics already had tons of championships, but so does Golden State. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never met a team once that says, you know what, we've had enough of these. Maybe we should share it with somebody (laughs) else. They're selfish. One of my favorite things when we deal with, like, you know, the modern day and everybody gets a turn. And I'm a coach that likes to do that with my players, but we were actually uh, coaching a rec game. So this is recreational soccer. And one of the teams was just slaughtering the other team. It was not pretty. And one of the kids on the other team was like, you need to tell them it's our turn. You know, just the modern day of, hey, everybody gets a turn, everything's fair, no team should ever win. It's like, no, there are there really are winners and losers when it comes to the score. Hopefully, you teach the kids that they're still winners, even if not, that sometimes the fight is the win. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to actually win every game. It just means that you come out with a good attitude. Yeah. Some of the most successful people in the world were utter failures at certain times. I mean, look at Abraham Lincoln. Failed way more times than he ever succeeded. Oh, that's very true. So, I mean, that's, I think you look at that and failure is a part of success. Yes. Those who never fail, I don't know if they truly understand what success is. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'll keep failing. I hope success one day will come. Hey, maybe you're just really, really successful at failing. (laughs) However you want to look at it, Carlos. That's very true. That is very true. Hey, by the way, uh, did you ever see the Top Gun, the new, the old Top Gun? I've seen the old one. I haven't seen the new one Gosh, yet. Gosh, I haven't seen the old one. You haven't seen the old one? Nope. Y'all, no. That is just sad. Well, see, the thing, I spend a lot of my time outside. I never really sat down. Like actually watch. living, not pretending yeah. you were living through a movie? There you go, yeah. So I don't know. I Everybody tells, like, the Goonies. I didn't see the Goonies until just recently. My wife's like, ah, oh, you never seen the Goonies. We got to see it. I'm like, ah. Do I have to sit in front of the TV either for that long? Anyway, so the new Top Gun just hit the box office. Yeah, heard it broke some records. <clears throat> really? And I think, uh, who wants to go see it? Matt Topham, I think he wants to go see it. So if you ever want to go. Nice. We actually went and saw, uh, all right, we're going to get nerdy now, or even more so. Um, Doctor Strange, the new one, have you seen it? No. Are you Do into- not give spoilers. It's been hard enough to keep my older daughter from giving. Spoilers well, good thing you she said watched something. it first. Good thing you said something because I was about to give. Yeah, I was do about, not uh, over the radio. You. Were I was about give the diarrhea. Spoilers? Everything. Uh, you got to go see it. I was like, that. That's one of those. You might have just increased our violent crimes by one if you had done that because somebody <laughs> might have met you outside. I know we got somebody said, waiting really? outside. 
That's yeah. actually, I think the most dangerous thing with social media is because if you don't have a chance to watch the movie when it first comes out or watch a game when it's happening live, you have to ignore your social media, <clears throat> turn off all notifications because some jerk out there is going to say, what a great game, Celtics. I know, and we made it. What are you it. talking about? We made it. That, that's just cruel and unusual punishment, people. Come on. That's like the worst thing you can do. I know you want to be the first one to talk about a great shot, a great goal, a great ending to a movie. Don't do it. Yes. And at least if you're going to put a spoiler alert at the beginning, so at least the first thing that pops up on their phone says spoiler alert so they can stop looking. Because that's just cruel. That's just really, really mean. That's going to like, it's like going to one of those, you know, gender reveals for babies. And right before they shoot off whatever it is they're going to shoot off, yell out, it's a girl. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Who does that? I'm going to next time somebody in my family <laughs> and I know about. <laughs> Carlos is just dedicated to the idea that he's going to increase the violent crimes in Cedar by at least one with him as the victim. Uh, Just remember, when you're not in uniform and not doing part of your job, you're just a regular victim. It's not assault on a peace officer. It's just an assault. Oh, dang it. And if it goes to a jury and they explain what happened, I don't know if the jury will convict. Just Uh, saying. uh, True. No, I believe that. But that is fun. I mean, that's that's, that's TikTok worthy right there. (laughs) That is... I don't know. I would do it. Uh, so yeah, it was a good movie. That that Doctor Strange, it was a really good movie. I would highly suggest you go see it. Oh, go, I, I want to. On Tuesday, some one of the that's Officer exactly Lassen, what I'm thinking of is tomorrow. Yeah, Officer Lassen was like five dollar Tuesdays. I was like, what is that? And he's like, what? You didn't I, know that? No. Oh man. So five dollar Tuesday. He's like With the four luxury. Kids, I live on that. Luxury seats are included in that price. Yep. Although they usually go pretty fast, so good luck yeah, on those. Do. Yeah, they do. I I think I. Our theater has good seats, regardless. So. Yeah, they're pretty good. I like the ones with the little railing. Uh, well, I better not give it up. Your footrest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, they suck, people. Don't. Yeah, don't you don't do go there. It. Yeah, you I really want to sit in either the back row or the front row, so we can have the middle seats. Yes, because. Yeah. Although yeah. if you're sitting in the back row, you're not there to watch the movie. That's very true. Never done that before. No, but my wife and I went to a movie once with my daughter and her friends there. My daughter was not very happy. (laughs) You can't have as much fun even if you weren't planning on doing something illegal or wrong. You can't have as much fun when your parents are there. That's right. Even in a dark theater, (laughs) 10 rows away. It's just not the same thing. Oh, my gosh. And for that, I would apologize to my daughter if the movie wasn't so good. Yes. So, but the Top Gun, also, I heard that one's pretty good. So we might have to do a little review. Uh, uh, do a little movie review. Of, yeah. Sweet. So next time, maybe you know, if uh, the Megplex wants to, you know, hook up our podcast and be like, "Hey, thanks for coming. Give us a good review." Gotta sponsor Carlos and Randall. I yes, like that. yes. Uh, None of the restaurants have been willing to do it, so I might know. as well try branching out. Taco Bell, we're still waiting. <laughs> we are still waiting. I don't know. Maybe we need to drop off a card and say, "Listen to episode whatever." You mean all the various ones that we've talked about? Well, that's true. Is that sad? I really don't like Taco Bell that that much. But we would change that if you guys gave us food. Yes, I would change that in a heartbeat. It would be my. Their gorditas are good though. What is it? Their gorditas. Yeah, they're pretty good. I like those. Yeah, they're pretty good. It's Um, Chick Fil A that unfortunately is not open right now because of course campus is closed today. Yeah, you know Chick Fil A. I'd be more than happy if they'd ever want to just bring me by a sandwich. Really? I don't know Chick Fil A. Good stuff, dude. Especially if you try the Chick-fil-A sauce. Very good. That's what my wife says. She's like, I want some Chick-fil-A. If they sold it at the grocery stores, I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Just tell her to come by and say hi to you at SUU. They're right here. I know. She does. She comes by. She's like, yeah, can I get two packets? It's like, you didn't even buy anything. I know. I just, yeah, I just want to. Just drink your sauce. Yeah, I just like drinking your sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I think my, oh, my other favorite spot, Hermes. Ooh, Hermes is very good. Hermes is delicious. The owners are amazing. Um, that they are. Yeah, I. You know, one thing is maybe they need to make a second level because it's they get so many people there that it's kind of I don't know. It's a little hard to. It's kind of like Brad's seat. in that regard. Not they're a, so popular. They're almost too popular for their own good. Yeah, not a big fan. I haven't even had Brad's, to be honest. I've had it once. I just see the long line, and I go, okay, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, I've had it. Well, I take that back. I've had it twice. 
one because I was invited, and the other one was not my choice. I was kind of. But there are plenty of people that love them. I know, obviously, <clears throat> and it's yeah. great to support a local business. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Support not the local anything, business. Not that I have anything against chain restaurants; those are great. But sometimes just somebody's dream that turned into a restaurant. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and also another local business came over to my house. I actually waved her down because she was sp- she was uh, sp- uh she sprays weed killer, and uh, waved her down. I was like, hey, can you come over? Long story short, my wife knew her. She taught her daughter dance since she was little. Anyway, she sprayed our house, and then my neighbor was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, get my house sprayed. Oh, send them over here. So she got like four people in that small little area and uh and local business love and it how's it worked yeah killed most your weeds oh yeah they're dying nice i put water on them and they're like i'm trying <laughs> i was like i know you are <laughs> but you're gonna <laughs> die so yeah the weeds are going away my rocks will be safe very nice so yeah local i can't remember the name i can't remember her name but if i do we'll put it on our uh, instagram and twitter and uh if and just uh hit us up and yep. we'll get you hooked up Never hurts to work with a local business. Oh yeah, and she was quick, 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 quick. I mean, that's it's definitely one of those that if you've either got a local business or even just a local franchise, you're amazed at how much more personal. Oh yeah, like they yeah. they work with you. They much more want to keep customers happy. Um, yep. Not that corporations don't know how to like big corporations don't know how to do that, but they local businesses tend to love their customers. Yeah, they do. And they know them, and they often can call you by name. Yep. A little cheers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. She was awesome. She was way nice. She knew my wife. She knew me, but I could, I can't remember. I that's I said harsh. I'm sorry. She's like I know. I think I've only met you twice because that's when I worked with the city, and I had to work more than not because you know had to make ends meet. Had to live. Yeah. So anyway, whoa, look at that. We're past our time. Carlos doesn't know how to look at a clock. I know. I was looking at this one. We're at 51 minutes. I think we started late. So well, you guys, thank you for tuning in today. Once again. Memorial Day. Enjoy it with your families. Be safe. If you uh, if you are going to go out and about, please be careful. If you guys are going to barbecue and have some uh, mixed drinks or anything, please drink responsibly. Please. Because, unfortunately, city uh, police officers are still working. UHP is on the prowl. And, and even if not, just because you don't get caught doesn't make it okay. Absolutely. Be safe. Yes. And uh, once again, this was the Blackboard Podcast with Carlos and Randall. And you guys have a good one. And we thank you.